0: Football on Off The Ball With Sky Watch Premier League Women's Super League Scottish Premiership And much more Live on Sky
1: Sports You're welcome back It's Thursday's Off The Ball Nathan with you this evening It's just gone half past seven John Giles is with us Good evening John
0: Evening, Nathan.
1: So, a very good 10 days or so for Liverpool has been capped today with the news that Jurgen Klopp has signed a new contract, a four-year deal. will keep him at the club until 2026. Uh, it is a pretty remarkable job he's done since taking over in 2015.
0: A huge job, uh, Nathan. Uh, you know, what he's won uh, and then he's competing against Manchester City. he have been very, very successful. Uh, but I think they're getting on top now. Uh maybe maybe for the last year or so been getting on top and I could, I could only see them getting stronger, mm. Nathan.
1: That does seem to be the sense, particularly in recent weeks with the depth that they've added to the squad. They can make three changes to the side last night from the game against Everton and there's no dip in quality. Kanate can come in for Matip and... They can both play to the same level. They can bring in Jordan Henderson now off instead of Naby Keita. And the addition of Luis Diaz as well and how quickly he has settled. They seem to have a depth of quality to that squad that, that they've never had before.
0: Yeah, I think, well, you've got to go back a long time, Nathan, to when they had uh, one of their great teams. Mm. Uh, but they've a bigger squad now. I mean, in the old days, you, you, you didn't have as big a squad as wasn't needed as much. Uh but whoever's been doing the, the buying in for them has been very, very good. Obviously, Klopp would have a lot to say in that, I would imagine, uh, but a lot of managers don't. Uh, but whatever whoever they had recruiting, along with Klopp, has done a major job.
1: For the club as well, to have that certainty that Klopp is going to be there, because to be honest, I, I always thought Klopp would just decide one day that Enough was enough, he had given all he could and that would be quite a quick exit. But to know now that he's going to be there for the foreseeable future, in terms of even looking at the summer and potential new signings and what it would mean when you're talking to players that you have a a manager of this calibre for the next four seasons, uh, is Klopp more important than any player in that club even when you look at the contract saga around Mo Salah?
0: I think so. I think the uh, manager is the most uh, important player in any club, Nathan. Because he's making the decisions, he's dealing with the players, uh, he's got to keep it going all the time. And I think uh, if he saw a situation, I think, where the team might be coming near their end, he'd be more likely to leave, Nathan. But he's seeing this team now. I don't think they've hit their peak yet. And I think that, that, that team, without getting any new players in, could be there for three years. So I think he knows exactly what he's doing in relation to the future.
1: This week has been a, a good week, and last Thursday night you were talking about the Manchester United victory in the Manor and how they really blew Manchester United away. A, a couple of different type of performances over the past week in the Merseyside derby, which was a bit of a dogfight for an hour until they made the breakthrough, and, and then a patient display last night when they were very dominant against Villarreal in a Champions League semi-final. Like, there was a time where you always said it was, it was go, go, go. Is it, is it still that, or is there a bit more about Liverpool now than there was a couple of years ago?
0: No, I, I think he's got, still got the same policy, that, uh, or, or tactics, if you call it tactics, uh, Nathan. That when they go out to play, this is what they're going to do. Mm. I don't think that has changed. I think what has changed with Klopp is that he's got, a, he's got better players in to do what he wants to do. And obviously the players are the most important thing of the lot. But I think that the group of players he has now and certainly for the last uh, two years would be better, a better squad of players than he had when he first came in. And that's what that's what good managers do, Nathan. They have their philosophy. I don't think his philosophy has changed. It's just that he's got better players in to fulfil the what he wants to see on the pitch. Mm. And that, that's what's happening now. And a lot of these players, and some of them are younger, are coming to be. I, again, I'd repeat myself. I think he's, he's, what is he time for, another three years?
1: Another four years.
0: Another four years. Well, I think that team will be there at least for another four years winning trophies.
1: Does he need to win more trophies quickly? We're looking at the next few weeks and Liverpool chasing a quadruple and he's won a Premier League, he's won a Champions League. With the quality that they have shown, does he need to win? does he need to win more than they actually have over the last few years?
0: Well, I think he will, Nathan. I think the team is better now uh, than ever before. That squad has it stronger since last year. And, uh, uh, I mean, obviously he's got to overtake City. Mm. uh, But I think he's well capable. I think they will this year, to be honest. I think they're they're, they're more solid uh, than City. I think the two of them meet in the Champions League. And they've got the league still to go for. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they did win the four trophies.
1: You think they they're that good and they're in that such strong form at the moment that actually the wave of momentum can carry them through despite the the games every three days.
0: Yeah, well, City have got to play the same games, Nathan. And as you know, with City, City uh, missed out on, on Harry 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 in the summer, mm. uh, and they don't have a regular uh, goal scorer. I mean, they're doing well in what they're doing, but if you look at the the, the Liverpool situation, they've got at least four strikers that can score goals. And they are scoring goals. Uh, yeah. And they're not giving much away as well. So, no, I, I think they, they, they're in a very, very strong position. I think they, they, they had something to do all right to catch City because City were winning more of the trophies. Uh, but I think they've done that now. And I think they will win the trophies in the next two to three years.
1: What were your takeaways then from the couple of performances against Everton and, and Villarreal over the past week?
0: Well, I think they've been very, very good. You know, all matches are different, as we know, uh, Nathan. So when they're playing Everton, like Everton came last week uh, to set the stall out to defend. And that that needs when you're playing at home and you've got the crowd behind you, sometimes the crowd is is not a help in that situation to get a bit impatient. But they kept their patience, uh, and they know that they're going to get a goal from somewhere. I think it was Robertson last week Mm. when got the goal. Uh, So they're in that position now, Nathan. Everton did their best... To frustrate them for a long period of the game, but they didn't lose their they didn't lose their discipline, kept their patience, and finished up winning well. And then, if you take it to to, to last night when they played in the Champions League, I mean, I, I, they just totally outclassed uh, uh, Villarreal. I think Villarreal, what did they have one shot and goal or something, Nathan? Mm. I think in the in the stats, and I know they only won 2 0 but they, they were well in control of the game again kept the patience, kept going, doing the right things. And I think that's become part of Liverpool now. And if you get that discipline and will to win with the, with the quality of players that he has now, I think they're in a very, very strong position.
1: Thiago's having his best run in the team. He started five straight Premier League games. He started again in the Champions League last night. Are you surprised how pivotal a figure he seems to have become at this stage of the season?
0: Um... I'd, I'd, I'd be surprised at uh, how prominent he is at mm. the moment, Nathan. I think he was a bit unlucky last year when he came to the club. They were having the worst spell. Well, he got the he injury got as injury. well, yeah. Yeah, he got a bad injury. So it takes a while for a lot of players to settle down into the club. And uh, like he's definitely settled down now. He's got his confidence. It's 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 very difficult, uh, Nathan, sometimes for some players uh, to come in and not play as well as they can play, Uh and I think that's that's what happened to him. I think he's got his confidence back. Uh, the team is playing really, really well. You know, he, he's, he's distributing the ball much better now than he did before. Uh, and I think all, that's all part of settling into a, to a club, uh, a club like Liverpool.
1: Does that's he give a, them something different? Does he give them something very different to what Henderson and Fabinho and Kieta offer in midfield? Oh yeah,
0: I think he's. he's, he's, he's well, you have seen some of the passes he's making in mm. the last few matches like from the, left, the old left-half position to, to Alexander going down and, and, and spreading the play and getting in and doing that. I think he's the only one capable of doing that in the midfield. I mean, they all do their stuff, you know, you Kate, as you say, uh, Henderson, uh, different players, but none of them can, can produce the passes that he's producing and is capable of producing at the moment. The Football Pod on OTB Sports. Have you ever seen a team like Limerick that are so physically dominant? They're absolutely financially dominant. (laughs) The Football Pod is available every Tuesday exclusively on the OTB Sports app.
1: Uh, Andy Robertson, you touched on getting the goal uh, to open the scoring against Everton Uh, slowish start to the season I wouldn't say he was under massive pressure first place from Chimmy Cass but they do have another option where at least they can rotate there Uh, in terms of quality fullbacks that you've seen through the years where does Robertson rank?
0: I like him I think he's up there uh, Nathan with the best Um, you know he defends well and he, well he doesn't score many goals but he's in there a lot he's, he doesn't make as many goals as Alexander does mm. as we know because he's exceptional but he's a much better defender I mean I would take two Robertsons rather than two Alexanders
1: just because of what he can do defensively
0: well I well uh, maybe I'm old fashioned hmm. but I always think fullbacks mainly are there to defend and if they give you something going forward that's a bonus rather than the other way around. You know, I don't think Alexander is a good defender. I mean, they just have so much of the ball. It's yeah. not exposed. It's exposed now and again. I mean, when I see Liverpool losing a goal, he's usually involved in it. Whereas, he, uh, uh, Robertson wouldn't be as spectacular or easy on the eye. But the job he does, defending and getting forward as well. He doesn't score as many goals. I mean, Alexander is an exceptionally good uh, striker of the ball and brilliant going forward. I mean, he's one of the best full-backs I've ever seen distributing the ball. Uh, but Robertson I think I would take him because he defends a lot more than than Alexander does and gets up there now and again fair bit for a full back I think his his, his attitude week in and week out is, is, is excellent top class player
1: for all the talk of what Liverpool could achieve over the next few weeks there's still a opportunity for Manchester City to win the Premier League and the Champions League and to have their greatest ever season and it's in their hands still in the Premier League In the Champions League it felt as though it was very much going to be in their hands that they had a real opportunity on Tuesday night to pretty much guarantee their place in the final when they were 2-0 up totally dominant after 15 minutes against Real Madrid What happened that they weren't able to go on and, and settle that game on Tuesday night?
0: well to be fair they had a few they had a couple of a few defenders missing
1: mm. at night.
0: you know you got Fernandinho going back to to right back who was somebody else injured on the day so they didn't have the best defenders out but I think with you know with Pep as we know I don't think the main uh, situation for him is defending it's getting forward and getting players on the ball to do that and they did that extremely well but the, the, you, I, I wouldn't put my life on them defending anywhere I think they'd get through this tie I think they will score goals themselves in Madrid Nathan you know but like being in the position they're in uh, you know with getting two ahead I think three times in the match uh, you've got to really put that to bed you know I think so and it, it, they don't do that city they do it now and again but they don't really tie it up in a way that Liverpool would tie it up when they get ahead so but I think they I think they'll score in Madrid to get through,
1: yeah, they did look by far a better team than Real Madrid.
0: Yeah, they but they could see the three goals, Nathan. You know, you, like you can't see, you can't see Liverpool doing that at the moment or any of the top teams. uh You know, conceding goals as easily as, as they did, in my opinion. Uh, so, like, usually when you get that the that three-one up, you know, you kill it. You kill the game. Mm. Uh, but but that's the way Pep you know, approaches the matches. I think he wants to get forward all the time. And I think when they go to Madrid, I, I think Madrid are, are okay, they but not the team they were, uh, Nathan. So I think City will get at them. I don't think that they'll sit back just because they're in the lead or they're in Madrid. I think they'll go looking for goals, and I think they will get them in Madrid.
1: It's an interesting point on their, their control, or maybe lack of control at times, of a game in midfield, because I, I would have looked at, at Rodri in particular as someone... Like that's one of the main things he brings he he sort of keeps it simple uh, keeps hold of possession and that they're not quite as gung-ho at times as Liverpool are but you, you feel at the moment maybe it's the opposite
0: Well I'm not a big fan of Rodri's Nathan OK he can get the ball and he can pass it right to B, but he never he never gets on the ball and you never like you were talking about Thiago there now he's hitting passes from left, right to right at the moment and just lately I know but I never see Rodri do anything like that. He passed from A to B right enough. Mm. Nathan, but, but there's times when you, when you've got to you know open it up and score a goal yourself, uh, make a goal. I mean, if, if you, even the other day, can, when did you ever see him make a goal?? He's the,
1: he's the one who assists the assister. Is't that his job? He sets up the guy who no. sets up the goal. Well,
0: it's supposed to be, but that's, but that's a false position. There's no such thing as that job. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you get a midfield player, there's nothing wrong with having three midfield players who can be creative. Yeah. Some more than others, but you, you I, I see. I'm not in favour. I never have been in favour of the holding midfield player, Nathan. There's not enough expected of them. You know, like when he gets on the ball, his first, his first thing is maybe he's been told to do it. Right, give it, don't give it away, pass it square. And I must be honest, I'm watching them about this match the other night, and sometimes it drives me mad. Because he could turn on the ball, Nathan, and put somebody through or go and score a goal himself. You know, City have a lot of the ball and he does a job in a certain way in the middle of the field, but it doesn't do half enough or near half enough.
1: And do you think Johnny has the ability to do, to do that? Do you think he has that in his locker or, and well, he's just he's going with what Guardiola's asking? Is he doing the job Guardiola I, wants? Well,
0: I haven't seen him change it. Mm. So, like, what he... what. I mean what he wants is he's, he's the coach to him I, I, I'm giving you my opinion of what I would want and if, if you're talking about midfield players sometimes if you turn on the ball Nathan that's your first stop that's, that should be your first thing on, as a midfield player you can receive it in a bad position you've got to stop it and play it back but when you can get turned on the ball you, you can't put somebody through unless you get turned on the ball and see where they are but he's obviously uh, Pep is happy with what he's doing I'm just giving you my opinion. I'm not, I am not. wouldn't be happy at all with what he's doing as a midfield player.
1: At all. I do want to get your thoughts on Leeds as well, John, because it's starting to get tight at the bottom. Burnley have managed to put together a string of results. So Everton on 29 points, have a game in hand on Leeds, who are five points ahead of them. Uh, Leeds still three points ahead of Burnley after that scoreless draw against Crystal Palace. From a, a position a fortnight ago where it felt as though maybe they'd done enough it does feel the right back in the mix. The performance against Palace, would that have concerned you? Well, it wasn't good, Nathan.
0: I thought they were looking to get away with it. Uh, you know, Palace themselves haven't been going very well, but they were by, by far and away, far and away the better team. I thought Leeds got away with it the other night, uh, in it. So it's 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 with uh, you know Burnley getting a few points. I don't think Leeds are out of it yet. I think they're still well in it, and they've got to play better than they did the other night. Uh, to, to keep away from it, mm. you know, it's going to be very, very close. It looked a few weeks ago as if they were safe because Burnley were out of it, and uh, you know, don't forget Everton are still in it, but uh, they wouldn't—they're not home and dry, that's for sure.
1: A lot of speculation this week about Calvin Phillips and his future and strong links with Manchester United there's obviously a great rivalry between the clubs. You uh, went the other way, uh, but I think it's probably uh, escalated somewhat since then. Could you see it being a good fit for Calvin Phillips going to Manchester United?
0: Yeah, I think he do. I think he do well there, uh, uh, Nathan. Um, I, w- I wouldn't say he's he's the complete midfield player, but I think he could do a job. He's a very energetic lad. Uh, he's not again. He's not going to dictate play in the middle of the field. He win if he wouldn't tackles. He can distribute it okay. Uh, but I think he, I think he would be a good player for Manchester United in the position that. Manchester United are in mm. at the moment and I'd, I'd have no doubt that Leeds if the fact that the, the fee is right would let him go
1: Right he's given enough to the club
0: Well it's it's, it's Leeds I don't think Leeds I, I, I think Leeds are not a club that are going to be buying players Nathan, uh, they, they haven't done it uh, since uh, the last few years anyway I can't remember the last time they bought so I think if the, if the offer was good enough I think they'd let him go
1: Alright John great stuff as always Thanks, Nathan. Football on Off the Ball
0: with Sky. Watch Premier League, Women's Super League, Scottish Premiership, and much more live on Sky Sports.